Hello, hello. Welcome to Happiness is a Healthier Habit with me, your host, Jackie Poole, where we talk about mom, life, weight loss, habits, and everything in between. And what's been on my mind these past couple of days is that time of the month. What happens during the time of your period, before, after, because there's so many things that are going on that affect us. And to be honest, I considered myself very lucky. I didn't start my period till like I was 14. And one of my cousins, she started, I think when she was like 10 or 11 and seeing her go through that as a young girl, sometimes you want to grow older, you want to grow up. And that was something that I did not want to experience. I was not looking forward to it. I vividly remember being in eighth grade and it was the second half of the semester because I turned 14 in April and of course, school was almost out. I was in my history class and I went to school like a normal day. I hadn't started my period yet. And I remember just raising my hand or sneezing. And I felt like everything just gushed out. I was so afraid of, like, if I was stained, I was so anxious. I specifically remember that morning because it was like around 10. I don't remember my history teacher's name, but he was a very short, Caucasian, redheaded, like, balding teacher. And luckily, back then, you could go to the restroom whenever you you want and you needed to. So, you know, I raised my hand, I had a sweater, I casually wrapped it around my waist and I was just panicking. I had this panicked feeling. I just didn't want to be embarrassed. I didn't want to get laughed at. It's such a crucial stage and age and being in middle school was not easy going through that. And I remember being in the restroom, of course, I was prepared because it was bound to happen. So I always made sure to carry some in my backpack and I like slapped two pads on my underwear and just kind of wrapped my, my sweater and made sure it was tucked in. And oh my God, the relief I had, I had when I was not stained. I was okay. But I just remember sneezing and I I felt like I peed on myself. It was such a experience of, oh my God, oh my God, oh my God, oh my God. What is this? Like, did I just pee myself? It was so, everything just happened so fast. And luckily I was prepared because my mom prepared me for that. We didn't necessarily have a talk of what was going on, but, you know, basically just telling me, hey, you're going to start bleeding every month. So you have to kind of do this and wear this. So luckily that was my experience of my first time having my period. And luckily it was a very good one, but 
even as I'm older, you know, being at work, you still get those experiences of your coworkers. Do you have a pad? Do you have a pad on you? I didn't have one. Or am I stained? It's always those moments where you're just wondering like, "Uh oh, did it just have an accident? It's a very annoying, you know, the things that we go through. It just adds this additional stress that changes that affects us, you know, PMSing, people generally consider normal, part of life, part of women, it's part of our body. But it's just, it's, you know, so many things that go on with our periods. And, you know, we have to invest in pads and underwear. And actually, speaking of underwear, I've actually invested in underwear, like period underwear myself. I've always had pads. I remember one time I was working at Taco Bell and my manager, her name was Vicky. I've never, I didn't have pad and she only had tampons and God, and I've never had tampons. And she's like, here, I have a tampon. And I was like, okay. So here I am. I'm like 19 years old trying to put on a tampon. I can't believe how easy it was for me to start my own podcast. Buzzsprout was so helpful and it gets your show listed in every major podcast platform. You'll get a great looking podcast website, auto players that you can drop into other websites, detailed analytics to see how people are listening, shows to promote your episodes, and so much more. Podcasting isn't hard when you have the right partners, and Buzzsprout was definitely a great choice. I have a referral link so you can receive $20 off Buzzsprout credit. So if you're looking to get started on your podcast, please click on the referral link below. I hope you're enjoying this show today and if you have any suggestions of any topics or something that you would like to hear in this podcast, I would love to hear from you and or if you have any stories of your own struggles with menstruation with your period, I would love to hear your story and maybe feature it here as well. So if you want to send me those my way, you can email me at happieryouisahealthieryou at gmail.com. Okay, I talk a lot about collagen here and I've tried several powders, different brands, and nothing really compares to the technology of liquid biocell. This goes way beyond your typical regular collagen. It has a very unique single source matrix of highly absorbable type 2 collagen peptides, hyaluronic acid, chondroitin sulfate, which are clinically proven to change the way you age. Benefits that you get from the inside out, it supports your joints for a more active lifestyle and truly restores youthful skin, increasing your own collagen and hyaluronic acid. This liquid biocell is an award-winning, multi-patent, and 
actually collagen that your body recognizes. With clinically proven bioability, the liquid biocell delivers unparalleled results backed by multiple double-blinded, randomized placebo-controlled human clinical trials. In these trials, liquid biocell increase hyaluronic acid levels by 6,000% in just 28 days, reducing wrinkles from the inside out. I have a referral link in the show notes and you can get $10 off your first order. So take advantage of that and now back to the show. And it was just like, I told her it's not, it's not fitting right. It's not, it's not working. It it was just very embarrassing. And I had to do it like two more times and I finally could walk normal. And I was like, okay, I think it's right. And so the things that we go through, it's so many, (laughs) so many things, so many stories, right? And I'm just thinking of them as I'm talking to you about, about this. And again, I'm, I've invested in underwear this past year because I'm trying to be more environmentally conscious and to feel more comfortable. So the underwear, definitely a plus. The only downside to it is, of course, you kind of have to wash them yourself, but it definitely beats, you know, untaping and taping and having, I've never been a fan of tampons. So that's something that was out of the question for sure. And I just feel so comfortable with the underwear and I change it. It lasts for a very long time. So I definitely, if you've been wanting to try period underwear, I would suggest to give them a try because it's worked out very well for me, especially for my heavy days. But the only downside to it is I do change them often on my heavy days. And so changing that means you got to take off like your shoes, your, your pants and like everything basically. So luckily I'm home when I'm, you know, doing all that stuff, but that is the only downside I see to that. So altogether, my periods are pretty normal. I would experience like cramping when I was younger. I would take like ibuprofen, I guess, you know, as your body starts entering that feeling and that phase and getting to know what, you know, your body's supposed to do. I was cramping a little bit more when I was younger. And my period typically would last, you know, three to five days. And I was a pretty average, you know, my period came when it was supposed to, I was very regular. And so when I had my ovary removal, my periods were completely different. And I didn't really realize it till after I stopped breastfeeding my third son, which was like a year later after I had him. And so I stopped breastfeeding and my period would you know, last for, you know, three to five, six days. Sometimes I wouldn't know when it was coming. It was very, it ranged from 21 days to 37 days. So I was having a very hard time for like six months trying to figure out what was going on. And even before, like I breastfed all my, my children And I didn't have that issue with them. And, you know, I didn't have my period while I breastfed them. So that was really nice and a great plus to breastfeeding. But once I stopped with my third one and it was just very uncomfortable not knowing when my period was coming and added that stress, like, am I pregnant? What's going on? (laughs) 
I was like, cannot be pregnant. So it was just something that I did not forecast. I was not told. I never thought that that could be me because I've just always been luckily a very regular person, never really had like extreme um, symptoms or anything like that. Always things that I could do to just home stuff that could make me feel better. So once this was happening, I talked to my OBG and I decided to get my IUD, which I got placed with the non-hormonal copper IUD, which um, it's just like a copper wire that is coiled into this like plastic T-shaped device and basically they put it inside you and it creates like a very hostile environment for your sperm for the sperm and so they can't thrive in that habitat so you know the sperm can't reach the egg so there's no pregnancy so I've been having it for a year now and it's definitely um, regulating my period there's a lot of I was kind of scared that I was going to be having you know heavy bleeds or heavier cramping because I did my research on that and that was some of the things that came with the copper IUD but for me I I think it revert it had like a reversed effect and actually I would 100% recommend it because again it regulated me for the first few months it took a while for my body to adjust and I was having like um spotting here and there but now that my body's used to it I mean you you have this thing for like 10 years um and again my period only lasts for like 3 days I feel normal I have like a very light day a very heavy day and then like a light day again so I've had a really great period as far as length goes and you know of course the feelings during that time might not be enjoyable but I consider myself normal again and especially because worrying about getting pregnant is something that you don't want to be constantly thinking about. It just adds a whole different type of stress when you are, you know, thinking that you might be pregnant, you know. So I have a little fun fact for you today. You know, I was doing my research for the show and I just want to give you some things, just an insight of what we have to endure with our periods. So we have about 450 periods in our lifetime. So when I was doing this, there that means that we spend 10 years menstruating. That is a lot of time when we don't feel our best, when we are dealing with cramping, when we are dealing with bloating, discomfort, when we have to do things that we don't want to for our family. And I, I really think it's, we you know, we don't feel our best. And I mean, our hormones are all over the place for, for a few weeks. And, you know, estrogen levels, progesterone levels, testosterone levels can definitely influence our behavior, our brain, our cognitive functioning. There's so many things that our hormones affect. And so, you know, with that being said, what is a menstrual period? We know we just bleed and, you know, means we're not pregnant, right? So basically your body is preparing for pregnancy. And if you're not pregnant, that means that all the buildup and, you know, your uterus was building a cozy home for a baby sheds all of that away, which causes you to bleed. And so many women's cycles can vary between 28 to 35 days. And so during your period, your blood flows out of your vagina and 
personally, I have cramps, I feel drained, maybe even less motivation to do things, you know, to relieve comfort. I do, I try to do the same exercises or what I'm supposed to do that day, but sometimes I just do a light walk or a lighter, you know, strength training exercise. It's great to stay hydrated, to drink teas. I love having hot beverages. I have one right now, I have my tea. And so in my opinion, while you're in your period, it's, you know, you don't feel your best, especially because you're bleeding. So some things that you can do is maybe take some potassium rich foods that are great for cramps and bloating, um, especially like bananas, maybe try some avocados, some sweet potatoes that definitely would help with your cramping. After your period, which is for me, my favorite phase is called the follicular phase, which starts on the first day of your period and lasts for 13 to 14 days, which is ending in your ovulation. Now, if you track your flow, I know I do, which helps me keep an eye out of when I'm ovulating. And this phase does overlap when you're, you know, menstruating because you can get period, you can get uh, pregnant while you're in your period. That does happen. So uh, again, this phase ends when you actually ovulate. So what happens here is estrogen starts going up. You might feel more energized. Your skin looks better. You can do more, you know, strenuous exercise. You can lift heavier. So I know for me, I feel so much energy, so much better, so much focus. After like the day after my period, I feel like I can do anything. I feel normal. I feel my best. And I, it's, it's something that happens. Like it's just a switch. Boom. Like I'm on. And it's such a great feeling. But after this phase, it's right. So right before your period, right? Which is for me, the most hated phase. It's called the luteal phase. And so for me, this phase, I tend to have more cravings during this time. I tend to get cramps. I actually have cramps right now. Um, it's just kind of like, you know, I feel like I'm about to start my period, but I'm not. And so there's nights that I feel extremely hot. Like yesterday, I told my husband I did not sleep good. I woke up at 2 a.m. and I could not go back to sleep. So, you know, you have a hard time sleeping. And of course, sleeping affects how you behave during the day. And especially like during this phase, my endurance might not be the same. So it's kind of like, again, your body's preparing for the actual menstruating to happen. So this phase actually can last 11 to 17 days. And I was, you know, doing my research. So there's evidence that suggests that there's a link between emotion dependent cognitive processes. So what does this mean? This can affect how you perceive things, how you pay attention to things, how you learn things or taking in things, your memory, how you reason. So of course, this, you know, if you're moody or you're not there or you're forgetful, this could happen a lot in this phase. And, you know, your performance will definitely suffer during this time if you're experiencing some of these things. 
And so I came up with just a few solutions that you can do for the days that you feel like crap, even before the period, during the period. And again, for me, after the period, I feel so good. But it's these other two times or phases where I don't feel my best. I don't feel like doing things, but sometimes I have to push myself. So again, my number one thing is for me, I always feel better for whatever type of movement I am doing. So this can literally be five minutes of stretching, 10 to 15 minutes of walking. It can be something, you know, you can always do a low intensity or even stretching, you know, workouts. I love doing through fit on when I'm not feeling my best, when I don't have anything planned, when I don't feel like doing something and I'm just kind of following and somebody guiding me. Fit on, it's so great. You can download the app. It is free. If you have a smart TV, you can download the app on there. I do workouts out of my bedroom one to two times a week. You know, some ab workouts. You can literally do anything through that. And for me, it's so easy to just download it through your TV and just do it there. And there is so many options as far as, you know, for beginners or light exercises that it really it's for me moving and doing types of exercises is a form of medicine for almost anything and everything in my book and so exercising of course is always number one we talked a little bit about some foods that you can eat earlier and then again I mentioned a little bit of teas but For me, I am someone that enjoys taking teas. Warm teas is usually something that I feel so good, like especially like my house stays cold, so I'm always cold. And I mean, I'm in Texas. It's always, you know, we're we're approaching the springtime, which is the perfect weather. But once summer hits, it's always hot in here. But I can always have a nice warm cup of tea. And so some of my favorites that I like having in stock in my house, of course, is peak tea, which is, you know, my black teas, but something that it's a little different. I like having chamomile teas or cinnamon teas. Those are really great for relaxing. And especially cinnamon, it has an anti-inflammatory property that can aid in like cramping and bloating. And so those are just a couple of things that you can do during those days that you're not feeling your best. And it can help you improve how you're feeling. And, you know, I really think we all experience menstrual cycles very differently. And we all have these stories and circumstances that affect our cycles in many ways. And to go through this every month can definitely impact us tremendously. In planning our entire lives, in what we should wear that day, if I can wear underwear or do I have to wear underwear? (laughs) Personally, I don't like wearing underwear. So that is something that, you know, okay, you know, today I do have to, or if we should have sex or not, or, you know, apologizing for having a crying session, crying out of nowhere, or maybe having a burst of anger. It's just part of womanhood. And I think that at I think and I know that you are doing your best and that's all you can do. Just be the best you.
Are you trying to lose weight? Are you trying to build muscle? Are you having a hard time finding the time to get that done, to get the exercising done, to eat the right foods? Do you have all of this information and don't know what to do with it? Well, that's what coaching is for. I'm a nutrition coach and if you are finally decided that you want to make a change in your life, then you need to schedule a call with me at JackiePools.com. That discovery call is a simple Zoom call where we talk about your goals, what you want to do, and how I can help you get there and maintain that lifestyle and that body that you want. Thank you so much for joining me today. I'm glad you got to listen to this episode and hope you got a lot of value from it. And if you have not subscribed to my newsletter, please do so at my website, JackiePools.com, where you get weight loss tips, you get recipes, you get daily life stuff, motivation, and it's just another way for us to stay connected. Can't wait to chat with you next time. Bye.